And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at Truist Park up in Atlanta, Georgia, the Marlins and the Braves went at it. First of three this weekend, Trevor Rogers was taking on the right-hander, the youngster, Ian Anderson. Well, started well. Started real well. Didn't end so well for the Miami Marlins up at Truist Park in Atlanta, Georgia tonight. First of three this weekend. Marlins back on the road. Final three games between the Marlins and the Atlanta Braves this season. Trevor Rogers versus Ian Anderson in game one tonight. And the Marlins jumped out to an early lead. Didn't look like they were going to. Ian Anderson breezed through the first two men in the top of the first inning. He got Miguel Rojas to fly out to Guillermo Heredia in center field. He struck out Jazz Chisholm on a few pitches. But after Brian De La Cruz hit a weakly hit infield single to the left side of the diamond, a play that Ian Anderson Anderson could not come up with. The uh, Marlins had an opportunity. Top of the first inning, De La Cruz at first base. Jesus Sanchez coming to bat. Good hitters count. Here's the 2-0 pitch. Sanchez swings. Hammers one. Deep to right field. See you later. Jorge Soler isn't even going to turn around and give it a courtesy look. Oh, it's 2-0 Miami here in the first. Ha-ha. <laughs> well, a 2-0 Marlins lead after a half inning of play. It was quite the uh, development there when Sanchez blasted that ball and Soler just stood his ground and looked towards in towards home plate. But uh, nonetheless, for Jesus Sanchez, his eighth home run of the season, his 22nd and 23rd RBIs of the season for the Marlins. They had a 2-0 lead after a half inning of play. The only problem, they didn't score again the rest of the night. They could not support Trevor Rogers any further. Trevor Rogers did a really nice job until it fell apart in the fifth inning in this ball game. He threw four shutout innings to start this ball game tonight. Braves got a hit in the first. They would not get another until the fifth. Now, before we get to the bottom of that fifth inning, uh, the Marlins had some opportunities they simply could not capitalize on. They left the bases loaded in the third. They left two more on in the fifth inning. They had Runners on the corners with one out in the top of the fifth inning, holding on to a 2-0 lead, an opportunity to create a little bit more separation, but Jesus Sanchez and Jorge Alfaro struck out to end the inning. It was 2-0 halfway home in this ballgame tonight. We cruise along to the bottom of the fifth inning, and it started real well for Trevor Rogers. He struck out Adam Duvall looking, but then it started to fall apart. Travis Darno doubled. Rogers then walked Orlando Arcia, Mel Stottlemyre Jr. came out to have a conversation with Rodgers after the four-pitch walk to Arcia. The next pitch, Rodgers hit Heredia. That brought the pinch hitter Eddie Andrianza to the plate. Here's the one-two pitch. It swung on, hit on the ground, left side, base hit. That'll score a run. Around third and being held up is Arcia. It's a one-out RBI single for the pinch hitter Eddie Andrianza. And now it's a 2-1 Marlins lead here in the fifth. They're still loaded for Atlanta. And unfortunately, it didn't get much better for the Marlins. It looked like it might. That was the end of the line for Trevor Rogers. Don Mattingly made a double switch, put Lewis Brinson in left field. Zach Thompson came on, relieved Trevor Rogers. Thompson was dealing with a bases-loaded, one-out situation facing Ozzie Albies. He struck him out. There were two outs in the inning. They were still loaded, and all Zach Thompson needed to do, obviously much easier said than done, is get through Jorge Soler. 
Here's the 1-1 offering to Soler. The ball is hit on the ground through the shift and a base hit. Arce is in to score. It's bobbled by De La Cruz in center field. Here comes the third man towards the plate. Three runs score. An error by Brian De La Cruz. Arce is in from third. Haredi is in from second. Adrianza scores all the way from first on the ground ball to center field. That was kicked by De La Cruz. And the Atlanta Braves have a 4-2 lead. And they weren't done, so an error by De La Cruz. The next man up was Freddie Freeman. The eyes on the play. Freddie Freeman taps one back to Thompson under his glove. Here comes Diaz. Throws the first. It's wide of Lewin Diaz. The ball's trickling down the right field line. In to score from second is Jorge Soler. It's getting ugly defensively for the Marlins here in the fifth inning, and the Braves have a 5-2 lead. Five runs, four hits, two errors, one left on for the Atlanta Braves, and that was plenty in game one of this three-game weekend series tonight. The Marlins simply could not muster anything after that. That five-run bottom of the fifth inning put Ian Anderson in line for a victory, one that he would later on capture. Sean Newcomb worked the sixth. Luke Jackson worked the seventh. Tyler Matzik worked the eighth. The Atlanta Braves would get one more in the bottom of the eighth inning facing Stephen Okert. He went an inning, allowed two hits, a run it was earned, two walks, a strikeout. Okert gives up a run in the bottom of the eighth inning. Will Smith was called upon for the Atlanta Braves in the top of the ninth. It was a non-save situation, and he cruised right through. Isan Diaz, Lewis Brinson, and Miguel Rojas. This ballgame ends on a fly ball. The center field ball game over, and the Atlanta Braves win it by a final score of 6-2 to two at Truist Park game, one of this three-game weekend series tonight. Six runs, eight hits, one error for the Atlanta Braves. Two runs, seven hits, two errors for the Miami Marlins. We started this one at 7.22. We ended at 10.46. Total game time, three hours and 24 minutes in front of 33,850 strong at Truist Park in Atlanta to watch the first place Atlanta Braves tonight. Ian Anderson is your winner. He improves to 7-5 this season. Trevor Rogers is the loser. He's now 7-7. Seven seven. This was Rogers' second start since coming off the restricted list. The Marlins now fall to 59-82. and 82. It is a losing season in 2021 for the Miami Marlins. The Atlanta Braves improved to 75 and 65. We'll tell you about some ground that they gained and uh, pushed their lead a little bit further in the National League East coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, one multi-hit performance, make it two for the Marlins tonight. Brian De La Cruz, two more hits. He's now hitting 336 this season. Lewin Diaz, two for fourth play. Good to see Lewin with a multi-hit effort. Freddie Freeman had a couple of hits for the Atlanta Braves. And uh, it was that fifth inning that really got away from the Miami Marlins. Jorge Soler with a couple of RBIs, and uh, he had a big night at the plate for the Atlanta Braves. Marlins left eight on base. Braves left seven. The big story in this ball game: the Marlins were 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. They had a 2-0 lead, couldn't capitalize uh, in the third or the fifth inning. The Atlanta Braves 4 for 12 with runners in scoring position. The Marlins used four pitchers tonight. The Atlanta Braves used five. And speaking of the Marlins pitching staff, they struck out 10 tonight, which means $250 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Marlins had an early lead, started well, didn't end too well. Braves beat the Marlins 6-2 in Game 1 last night. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the loss. Thank you. Uh, Skip, um, how about Trevor Rogers? He had four really solid innings. What happened uh, 
but not only there, but also in the fifth inning when it derailed a little bit for him tonight. Uh, yeah, to start with those first four, obviously those were really good. That may have been some of the best stuff I've seen him have. You know, aggressive. You know, getting ahead in the counts. Um, had his pitch count in a good, pretty good place. Uh, and then that fifth, you know, he gets the first. I think he gets Duvall. Um, they get the hit. Then we walk Arcia, which is, you know, you want him to attack there. But obviously, I think he walks him on four pitches. Uh, I think we hit Aredia after that, and just, um, just kind of came apart right there. So I, I don't know. I think we, you know, obviously we made we got a two nothing lead. You'd, you'd want him to, you know, kind of be thinking it's, you know, we can we keep this thing in check. If they get a run, we're in the game. It's it's in the fifth. We're in a good spot. And I think it, at that point, I think it showed like not only his, but I think a lot of our our inexperience kind of popped out of there. Um, you know, I think Dela in center, you know, a little quick on that ball, just thinking that we're. There's no play at home. Just keep that thing and keep the guy at second. Um, and then the play with, with East was a tough play, obviously. But, you know, once you lose your balance, you probably would like to eat that one. Um, you know, and, ju- and just kind of keep the game in check right there. And it just kind of sped up. And that, was, that five hurt us. We never really recovered from that. Did you consider letting him get through that jam? Or was he at a spot pitch count going through the quarter the third time where that made the decision for you. What was the reasoning? No, the pitch count was getting to a point. I think we had him at 90 tonight. Um, if he gets, um, if he gets the pinch hitter at the nine, Adrianza, yeah, yeah. If we get Adrianza, we're gonna get. I'll give him Alves at that point. But when Adrianza gets the hit at that point, it's like it's still rolling. It gets going. And we felt like that was the spot to to kind of pull the plug right there. And offensively, skip 17 Ks. It's it's hard to muster much when when you're striking out that much. How much of a factor, right? Yeah, you know, we get the two early, and we had chances, right? I think that's the the thing that kind of hurt you. Had some chances early to add on. Uh, if we could get a couple of big hits in there, you know, you get the bases loaded. I know, I know we had the bases loaded one inning in there. We we couldn't, you know, get that big hit there. Had another shot, even still at two nothing. I think first and third and one out. Don't score there. Um, you know, those is where you're going to attack on and and take the pressure off our, you know, off Trevor there, where you feel like you can give up a run. Um, so it just kind of got away from us. Again, we we get to two early, weren't able to attack on, and the fifth just got away from us, and and that really ended up being the ball game. Jordan. Hey, Daniel, with Trevor, how much do you think just the struggles in the fifth? I know he got taken out his four and third last time also. Just how much do you factor in how the timing missed and him trying to get back into that game mode up here after missing basically a month? You know, I, you know, I don't know. I don't really think that's it. Uh, honestly, I think he just it just kind of got away from him. And, and he could speak, obviously, in – tell you what he was feeling or what he was thinking or if anything was going on. But I don't think Trevor's the kind of guy that's going to make an excuse there. I just think the game got away from us. Uh, Again, you know, the double, the walk, you know, hit by pitch, all of a sudden they've got something going on. And this place gets a little rowdy and and just we couldn't get that big out. And then Jesus Sanchez, fourth home run, I think 11 games, just 
seeing the power and seeing the seeing it coming more consistently from him as he gets down the stretch. Yeah, I think we've seen both sides of it, right? That that home run was big. He's he's seemed to scuffle a couple of days there back at home. Um but he's the kind of kid he's gonna keep playing. Um again, I think this is gonna be a really good year good finish to the year for him, uh, from the standpoint of what he what he takes out of it uh and brings back next year. Obviously from last year to this year has been, you know, a vast improvement. So you're hoping that he continues to take those steps. Ben? Um, according to the advanced numbers, your defense is strong, but of course then there's all the errors as well. Where do you evaluate your defense at this point? I didn't hear the beginning. Ben, I didn't hear the beginning of that very clearly. Sorry. Uh, just advanced numbers have the Marlins as one of the better defensive teams, but then you have all the errors as well. So I was wondering where you saw the defense at this point in the season. Yeah, we, we've been a little rough, uh, honestly, lately. And and we have been playing people in different spots to try to get information to our organization. Um, you know, we're, we're playing Alfaro in the outfield. We're moving De La Cruz around. Uh, we're playing some different guys. Uh, but, again, you can't make excuses. I, it, we just seem to be making some errors lately. Uh, overall, I felt like we've been a pretty good defensive club, but we have been um, – it has been a little rough here lately. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins fall 6-2 to two to the Atlanta Braves up in Atlanta last night. The Marlins now 7-10 and 10 in this season series. Game 2 comes your way at 7-20 tonight. Eliezer Hernandez versus Charlie Morton will hit the air at 6-50 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.